1: Oh, dear. Well, good morning, and welcome to Unity of Farmington Hills. Oh, God. You might see Dennis in there, too. My name's Donna Opoka, and I'm your guest announcer today. We're so happy you're here, and especially if you are a new visitor, please get a welcome packet before you leave. We're so glad you're here. And please join us after service in the social hall for great conversation and fellowship with one another. And our fabulous hospitality team has prepared refreshments and tasty treats for all of us to enjoy. The usher and greeter team will meet immediately after service today for a short meeting in room 9. If you are at all interested in joining them, please go with them. It, it's a fun group, and they're a great group of people. <clears throat> Today, the UFH, our very own UFH member Carl Schluter, will present his part one of a two session class entitled Love, Flow, Direction. This session will cover background from his book, Two Soul The, the, the Unseen Stuff of Life. <clears throat> It'll examine the definition, characteristics, and symptoms of an outside-in love flow direction. The class will take place today from 11.30 to 12.30 in the social hall, and it'll also be available on Zoom. Love donations are suggested, and part two will be presented on November 12th. Our annual children's church Thanksgiving food drive begins today and runs through November 15th. You can donate cans of vegetables, potatoes, stuffing, other parish, uh, non-perishables, as well as diapers, formulas, etc. Please support our goal to bless at least 50 or more families with meals for Thanksgiving. Our annual Veterans Appreciation Day is next Sunday at 10 a.m. All veterans are invited, and our own, mem- our own UFH member, Steve France will be our guest speaker. Steve is studying to become a Unity Licensed Teacher, and he is also an Army Veteran. Thank you, Steve, for your service to our country and to our church. The UFH Veterans Peer Support Group will host a Veterans Chili Fellowship Celebration on Veterans Day, Saturday, November 11th, from 12 to 3. Veterans and their families are invited to enjoy food, fellowship, raffles, and prizes. Our next town hall meeting is Sunday, November 19th at 11.30 in the social hall. The board and Reverend Kelly will share updates on the capital campaign as well as other topics, the current church status, and future plans. Also on Sunday, November 19th, we kick off our heart of the holiday, which was formally titled Adopt-A-Family. It will begin November 19th and run through the season, and the tree will be up to uh, grab your gift ideas for the families. Sharon Lewis is our prayer chaplain today and will be available to pray with you after service near the patio doors. Please exit the sanctuary as soon as you can so to allow her private, quiet space. To stay abreast of all of our activities and upcoming events, please visit unityfh.com, check out our Facebook page, or read through our newsletter that's emailed every Friday. To receive our newsletter and email blasts, go to unityfh.com and fill out our email blast form at the bottom of the page. And now, as the music team sings Surely the Presence, let us prepare our hearts and our minds for the daily word and our opening prayer.
2: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Before we do the daily word, I want to thank everyone who was here yesterday to help with the um, trunk or treat. It was amazing. We didn't have as many kids as last year, but we did have close to 200 kids. I thought we had about here. So it was really good. So, can you um, join me in giving everyone a hand who participated? <laughs> Oh, he's showing the pictures. That was nice. It was really, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And, um, and Magic was there. We had uh, Michael's do- and uh, Roxanne's dog. Magic was there. He was a, t- a tiger. They were the zoo. <laughs> oh, and you were a penguin. <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of cool to have a dog join us. Oh, got the picture. <laughs> And it was really nice because I felt Roxanne's presence with you as well. And I felt Elliot's presence there too. So, yeah, so I just wanted to acknowledge that and acknowledge all of you who were there. Um, I was a child at heart yesterday, in case y'all didn't notice. (laughs) We're going to do the daily word and then we're just going to, they'll sing and we'll go right into our service today. Today is a healing service and near the end we're going to have the kids come down and share the prayer for protection, their version of the prayer for protection. So we're going to go ahead into the daily word now. I think this is uh, appropriate for what we're going to be doing today. So I invite you, if you feel led, to gently close your eyes and take a deep breath and settle into a space where you can hear the daily word and receive it. The daily word for today, Sunday, October 29, 2023 is imagination. Today we affirm I imagine and create my most magnificent life, and our affirmation reads, I admire the storyteller's gifts for creating fantastic worlds where where impossible things happen. I immerse myself in the story, allowing myself to feel the wonder, the exhilaration, and even the sadness the storyteller's imagination has created. No matter how scary the story, there is nothing to fear. It is only a story. My imagination helps me create my life story. Guided by divine wisdom and will, I imagine a positive, meaningful life. If disturbing thoughts cloud my imagination, I remember I am God's living expression. There is nothing to fear. My spiritual gift of faith, love, strength, and understanding joined with my imagination to build the fulfilling life my heart desires our bible verse for today comes from joel chapter 2 verse 28 and it reads i will pour out my spirit on all flesh your sons and daughters shall prophesy your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions i do want to do it just a brief prayer so with our eyes gently closed let's take another deep breath And to prepare for this heart, this healing service. Bring your, your consciousness down into your heart center, right in the center of your chest. Just feel a state of peace and love. Knowing that you are enfolded by the presence of God. That the presence of God is, of God is right here in this space. That this sanctuary has been prepared for our healing service. That the spirit of love and healing and joy and peace resonate deeply within your hearts, within this sanctuary, within the world. And we thank you, God, for your mighty gift of love that loves and prepares us for every experience that we are meant to go through, even when it doesn't feel like it. As we breathe into this knowing, we lift this prayer in the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, and we thank you, God, for your love that loves us no matter what. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And so it is. Amen.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome Tony, who is here today, who is filling in for Nicholas. We appreciate uh, him spending his time with us. worry. Oh, how you weary from fearing you lost control. This was the one thing you didn't see coming, and no one would blame you, though. If you cried in private, if you tried to hide it away, so no. Stop believing I know.
3: You're not alone
2: song. Can we give them another hand, please? They always find the perfect way to find the perfect songs. That was awesome, Lauren. Thank you for that. Um, and that was the debut of that song, too, wasn't it? The first time you sang it. <clears throat> that song spoke to me deeply. Today is my sister's birthday. She would have been 54 years old. So. I'm the big sister. I'm the big sister, yeah. So it, it, it hurts in two ways. Well, it hurts in several ways. Um, because I was like her second mom. <laughs> uh, it's funny because she was right under me. And I, my sisters and brothers is five of us, three girls and two boys, and I'm the oldest. In my, and so I have a, a two sisters and two brothers, and um, and they're right under me, five, like five years apart, and I still used to call them the kids. <laughs> my my dad's the kids. <laughs> they're right underneath you. <laughs> now nah, it'd be different if they were my my father's oldest sister was like 17 years older than her, so that was appropriate to say the kids. But I felt like a big sister, so I miss her, and I. Um, and it's very uh, appropriate that we are having this today. I, you know, we had several earth-shaking earth things happen in our church this, week, this year. Like, earth-shakingly shocking things happen this year. Um, Matthew passes away right after Easter. And then Elliot goes into the hospital, and four weeks later, he passes away. And then Roxanne passes away too. And even if there was some part of us like with Roxanne that knew, it still is earth-shaking to have these transitions happen back-to-back. And the song made me think about when Matthew passed, I did feel alone right away. Like, oh my God, because he and I were doing the church together, like the board and I would make decisions, but he and I, would you know plan it out and everything and I felt alone. And it's like so crazy that I'm feeling that now because you prepare yourself and you and I was ready. Um I thought I was ready for this, but this is a deep this is a deep healing. The healing service that we're all going to go through. Were any of you sh- shaken by any of the transitions that happened in our church this year? Any of you? Have any of you been shaken by any transitions? Or any things that have happened in your life, period? Anybody? No. Are any of you still going through some hurts from th- some things that have happened in your life, even if it was years ago? Anybody? That's the human condition. And in James chapter 1, verse 2, James says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. What? Seriously? I, I read that and it sunk in deeply. And so the title of my talk today is Finding Joy and Healing in Grief and Pain. Because it does lie there. And what came to me as I was thinking about that is what Michelangelo said. I'm going to find his quote because I really liked his quote that he said, where is it? I have it in here. Well, it's funny how you think you. I I, wrote, I had it in here, but I can't find it at the moment. But it's, it's, it's basically he was saying that the spirit the sculptures that he was creating were already inside of the the stone. He's just chiseling away all of the things that block you from seeing it. Inside of each one of us is a presence that is so deep that it can hold you through any earth-shaking experience, that it could bring joy into your heart, into your mind, into your circumstances through any earth-shaking circumstance. Anything that we are still hurting or going through right now. There may be some people this year who have gone through a divorce. There may be some people this year who have lost their job. There may be some people this year who are going through deep experiences, deep healing, and deep hurts in, in their relationships with family members or uh, relationships with um, a church, uh, not church, um, employees at work or things like that. But the thing that, is, that will ring true is that there will be a time that we will go through some type of hurt and there will be a time that that hurt will shake us so deeply that it leaves us speechless that you may not even want to know what to do. As you just sit there hurting. That is, as in a dream, I mean in the song, you may not want anyone to see you. You want to just hurt by yourself. Hurt alone. Cry alone. That even the thought of crying may hurt because you don't want to cry because you think that you may not stop crying because it hurts so deep and you, don't, you feel like it won't stop. Anyone ever had a moment like that where you felt if you started, you won't stop? You have a moment where you cry so hard, your body was just shaking like an ugly cry that you really don't want folks to see. Like that ugly snot all over your face cry that you really, really, really don't want anyone to see. Anyone ever have a hurt like that? The beautiful thing, and I've said this to you over and over again before, but it holds me deep, is that in every experience, God is there. And in experiences where we where there's a transition in our life that hurts you so deeply like that, where you have no words, and you go into contorting, you got that ugly face, ugly cry happening. The beautiful thing about it is God used that person to love you that deeply that it hurts that deeply. There's a beauty in that. There's a beauty in that. And I promise you for. God put my right hand, God as my witness. That I would rather have this hurt from loving my sister so deeply and having God love her through me so deeply than to have never experienced it before in my life. I would never want to ever not have that experience in my life. If I were to live this life again and God said, you're going to lose your mother, you're going to lose your sister before you, and you're going to have earth-shaking pain again, I promise I'll say, give it to me because I love the way you love me through them. And I love the way you let me love them through you and you through me. And in that is a deep joy for me. So as I read this scripture, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come of any kind, because I have been laid off from jobs before, and it kind of took the wool from under me, socked me in the stomach, and kind of hurt me, especially as a single mother. Like, what am I going to do? I've had moments where I've gone through divorce. And it rocked me, even though I knew that wasn't a healthy relationship, it still rocked me to my core. And it hurts when the person's still there in your life. I've had moments where friends said they didn't want to, like they just kind of stopped calling or whatever. I've had different kinds of moments that kind of hurt me, that that hurt me deeper than I would have thought. My four-month-old daughter, when my daughter was 4 months old she didn't want me to carry or hold her anymore. She didn't even want to breastfeed, really. That hurt me deeply as a mother, a, new, a newborn, a first-time mother. Like, these are hurts that hurt deeply. But as I look back on my life, and, and I'm, I'm having a feeling that this will be the same with you all. There has been a great opportunity for Joy. there really has been a great opportunity for joy. It goes on to say in verse 4, no, verse 3, for you know that when you, your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. It goes on to say even more, so let it grow, for your endurance is fully developed. You will be perfect and complete needing nothing. This is the thing that has really moved me into a deep sense of healing, even when I'm hurting and grieving. That in the moments that I'm experiencing that hurt and grief, I really don't need a thing. Everything that I need in that moment is right there with me, because what I truly need is not anything physical. Not a doggone thing physical. It wasn't a job I needed. It was a feeling of security. It wasn't the relationship I needed. It was a feeling of oneness. A feeling of being loved. It's it's not my mother or sister. Their physicals are there. But I know that I can have another relationship with them. It's just changed because I still talk to them now in spirit. It was my spirit that connected with their spirit that made the bond so deeply, and it's still there. Nothing is ever needed. I didn't need money at the moment. I needed God in that moment. Do you guys get that? I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to take a deep breath. And I want you to touch in your heart any place where you feel yourself hurting. Like, go deep into that place where you feel that there may still be some type of hurt there. If it's a feeling of loss or a feeling of uh, unforgiveness or a feeling of whatever it is in your heart, let yourself touch that space deeply in you right now. And right now, we're going to acknowledge that it's hurting. We don't doubt, we don't reject it. We acknowledge that it is still there. Even if it's not as intense as it was before, it is still somehow there. Feel it deeply. Let yourself feel that it is still there. Acknowledge that part of yourself because that part of yourself is important that is feeling. And I want you to. Thank it for being there. Thank you for being here because you show me where I need God. And I want you to say that softly to yourself. Thank you for being there. Together, thank you for being there because you show me where I need God. Together, because you show me where I need God. And I want you to thank God for being there. Say, thank you, God, for being right here, right now. Together, thank you, God, for being right here, right now. Now, whatever it is you feel you need in this moment from God, let it resonate inside of you. That's the power of your imagination. You do not need it. It's already there. And the only way to chip away and see it and feel it is to go inside and touch the God inside of you. I want you to say, Thank you, God, for being here right now. Together, thank you, God, for being here right now. Put your hand over your heart and just feel it. Imagine God there right now. What do you need from God right now? And breathe it in. Take a deep breath and breathe it in. Breathing ignites your oxygen. It ignites the taking in of your body. Breathe it in again. Breathe it in. The deepest thing that you know that you need right now is the love of God. And I promise you the love of God can be any nuance that you need, whether it's security, whether it's a feeling of oneness, whether it's feeling that hole that feels like it is left by a a person who transitioned, whatever it is that you feel you need, nourishment from the spirit, the truth of what's really going on, whatever it is you feel you need, take a deep breath and breathe it in deeply and say, thank you, God. For being what I need. Together, thank you, God, for being what I need. Say it again. Thank you, God, for being what I need. One more time. Thank you, God, for being what I need. What I need, God, is you. Together, what I need, God, is you. Take another deep breath. Let it sit for a minute. Let it resonate deeply. Let your heart feel the joy that God's presence is right there, right now, right in your heart, right now. You are not alone. You've never been alone. From the moment you were conceived in God's mind, God's presence has been breathing and moving and having its being in you. Receive it deeply. Let yourself smile into it. And even if the smile is just in your heart, let yourself smile into it. That is how we we acknowledge and transmute the power of that hurt into the presence and joy of what is right there, right now, already in your heart. Feel it transmuting. Release whatever it is that you're holding on to. Whatever it is that is not the truth, take it and affirm the power. I release the power of this false thought or belief. Whatever is in there, let it resonate deeply. You can speak to it. I release you and let you go. Together, I release you and let you go. Now let the truth come into your mind. What is it that is the truth about the situation? Even if it's I am never alone, I am worthy, I am always loved, God's presence is always here, I am always protected by the presence of God, God is everything I need, God is that nourishment that I need, I know the truth in this situation, God is the presence that is always, always wrapping and protecting and guiding me. Whatever it is you need to affirm, affirm it right now to yourself. And those of you who are missing Matthew, Elliot, and Roxanne, their presence is in this room. Their presence is in this room, in your heart right now. There's nothing that can happen to take it out of your heart. Right there. Touch it with your mind. And with anyone who's missing anyone else or any other situation going on, touch it with your mind. They're right there right now. Smile, hug them, hold them in your, in your mind right now. Let the healing happen and resonate a deeper expression in you right now. Whatever it is that feels like a loss or a hurt, let God be what you need in this moment. Because I promise you, God already is it. You just have to give God permission to resonate it in your heart. Tell God, I give you permission. Together, I give you permission to transmute this thought. Together, to transmute this thought. Bring the truth to me, God. Bring the truth to me, God, and let the truth make me free. Together, let the truth make me free. Even if it's a healing opportunity in your body, I promise you God is what you need. You let God in, God will transmute it into your highest. Now this is the thing that matters. You can open your eyes if you feel led to. Sometimes we feel like it needs to show up a certain way. But you don't know anything about yourself. Really, you don't. Because you did not create you. You're just living you. You're unfolding and learning you. You don't know you. I don't know me. But there is one that does. And God's thoughts and God's ways are higher than our thoughts and our ways. Why did this happen this way, God? Why did this happen? We have these questions in our minds. I didn't want that, to, but God did because God knew. Let that resonate. God did because God knew, because God knows and created you. So whatever it is that we've just transmuted, that we put on God's altar, to bring forth a deep level of peace, we can live in the joy that we're never alone, that every single thing you need is right in the presence of God. So the first thing you can do is what we did. We acknowledged it deeply and we felt it deeply. And we prayed and thanked God for God's presence being there acknowledge God's presence. I promise you, the moment you start acknowledging God's presence from the deepness in your heart, nothing can change that peace that will come. There will be a peace that will come. If you're tapped into the heart, that's where the presence of God is. Amen? Amen. And then you look and search in there. If it's lingering on and it feels stuck, there's a lie that's going on in your mind. And that's a false understanding, it's a false belief, it's a false thought about yourself or the circumstance or the other person or whatever's going on. Seek the truth and unmask that truth inside of yourself. That's what we did when we said, God, tell me the truth. So we acknowledged what the feeling was and what the thought was that was there. We denied the power it had over us and we asked for the truth. Then you begin to affirm the truth and let that truth resonate inside of you. The last thing that we are created to do even in the midst of when we're hurting and going through pain is to do something different in your life. Some life-affirming thing in your life. Somehow blessing someone else in your life because Christ touches Christ and Christ touches Christ and then there's a, a radiating presence inside of you that starts to unravel this hurt inside of you. It's crazy. I can't tell you how, but I know it's a law. Giving and receiving. You give out in the depth of how you're receiving that hurt, which is a thought in our own mind of how we're judging the situation. And we become the presence of truth, and truth becomes the presence of us. It actually already is, but it radiates deeply in our mind, in our heart, and in our body. Michael said something at Roxanne's um, memorial, uh, celebration of life that resonated deeply with me, that's been sitting with me. He said, don't let anything go undone. If you, want, if, you need, if you say you're going to go visit someone, go visit that person. If you're going to call someone, go call that person. Spend that time with that person. And then he started doing something. Roxanne wanted fresh flowers. She loved the idea of having fresh flowers in the church. And he's been bringing beautiful fresh flowers. And it's so beautiful because when you do to th- make the thought and you think the thought, God will bring the way. And there's someone who is giving us the flowers that is connected as a gift from God. So when you go out with your thought, Think it differently. Be it differently. Let God show up inside of you differently. And I promise you that not only will it bless you or the other people who you think that you're going to bless, it will continue to radiate out into the world. Not only do we see these flowers, but people on YouTube see these flowers and they will see them for as long as this videos these videos are on YouTube. Being blessed by a beautiful flower arrangement that was inspired by a thought in a wife's mind, that a husband has continued to ma- manifest. I'm going to give her her dream. It is never too late. What is it that you haven't done, even if the person was there, wasn't there? I mean, it isn't there now? What is it that you need to do? What can you do differently? What lesson can you be the expression of right now? I know I can be the expression of my sister by blessing other people. Talking about her, celebrating her, being as silly as she was. All of us are chips off the old block. Ain't my, just my daddy. My mama silly, was silly too. I can remember how loving my mother is. I don't say was because she's still alive. I remember how loving Roxanne is. I remember how loving Elliot is. I remember even how loving Matthew is. Because I tell you one thing, being the business manager at this church mattered a lot to him. It really did. And he helped run this church really well. So where in your life are you needing to remember the lesson that becomes the blessing in your circumstances? How can you change in your heart which we've already done, but continue to change in your heart and seek those moments of joy in the midst of pain. We call them Sandy moments. My sister's name was Cassandra, but her nickname is Sandy. My mom's name was Francine. Her nickname was Fran. So Sandy moments and Fran moments. We call each other up in my family. So I'll be calling or texting my family members, sending them a silly picture of my sister or talking, saying something silly about my sister. And we laugh about it. Instead of crying. Even if the moments that we are crying. It turns to laughter. Because we start thinking my sister was kind of silly. My mama was kind of silly. And we just. We're still remembering her. But we're remembering her with joy. In the circumstances where I got laid off. I honestly didn't want the jobs. Honestly. And I got what I wanted. In the relationships that I divorced. They weren't healthy. And so in this moment, as we have the kids coming in, some of them are shy, I want you to just let them open you up. They're going to do a version of the prayer for protection. You can come up. What more joy is there than young ones celebrating the presence of God? Let's give them a hand. Let's go down some. And so as they share their version, let it open up those places in your hearts as you look at the joy on their faces, even if it's nervousness, and receive this beautiful youth. Oh, my gosh, there's a lot of you. That's amazing. And let your heart remember how joyful you are as you see the child in yourselves. Thank you. We're going to have you guys do your, you want to le- uh, do something, Sharon? You want to introduce them? Here. They can't hear you. Okay, so Dylan's going to do, I was wanting her to give, tell y'all what was going to happen. Dylan's going to do a little intro, and then they all have their little parts. Okay, here you go. Up to your mouth, yep.
0: I rest in you, spirit of life, and I give you my worries, my fears, my doubts, my hopes, my joy, my pain, my anger, my love, my hate, and allow you to take in all that I am. And as I give you all that I am, I find peace and truth, stillness, still eternal life where you and I are one. Now we read the prayer for protection by James Dillett Freeman, who wrote it in the 1940s with addendums.
2: Who's next? You can, you can hand the mic to whoever's next. Are you reading it together? Yeah, we're reading it. Okay. Somebody hold the mic up to your mouth. I'll hold it. Go ahead. The love
1: of God surrounds us. The love of God holds us. The power of God protects us. A little louder. The mind of God guides us, the life of God flows through us, the law of God directs us, the peace of God abides within us. The joy of God uplifts us, the strength of God renews us, the beauty of God inspires us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. Yay, God.
2: Can you all say it together? One, two, three. Yay, God! Let's all do it with them. One, two, three. Yay, God! God. Let's give him a hand. Wait a minute. Before you all leave out, I just want you to tell us your names. Ayana. You can hand the mic to. to.
1: Ayana. Dylan. Loa. Avia. Reagan. Ravina.
2: Ava. Say it louder, I couldn't hear you. Ava. Ava. Caden.
1: Braxton.
0: Hi, Braxton.
2: Yeah. And Caden. To Caden. Let's give him another hand, y'all. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. you want them to said it? Oh, thank you. All righty. You, you want to go back Let's give him a hand as they leave out, y'all. <laughs> Woohoo. And now we'll have our music team come on and sing, our music team. You guys want to go? Good job, Caden. Wasn't that joyful? Good job. I love that. I remember when I used to have to get up in school. I was so nervous. They did a good job, though. Today is also birthday Sunday. So those of you whose birthday were in October or yeah, your birthdays, can you stand so we can acknowledge you if you had a birthday in October? Anybody? Michael and my sister, my sister's birthday was in October, my son's birthday is in October too. So let's sing happy birthday real quick and then we'll do uh, our, do your song real quick and then we'll close it out together. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday you are wonderful.
3: the depths of the
2: I love, I love, I love our singers, and you get up there high, my I can't do that, linger on that boy, that's sweet business, y'all, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, so you, we should be leaving out of here feeling at least some kind of healing, feeling uplifted somehow, feeling some type of joy, let's give God a hand,
3: <laughs> woo!
2: And I thought the prayer that the kids did, I thought those, that prayer was so perfect, what they did. Amen? Amen. And then also, as I was saying, as I was, well, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say about the job I lost and all that piece. But the last piece that I wanted to say is those who, uh, we know that Michael, Roxanne, and Elliot love this church. And we love them just as deeply, too. And I just want you to hold them in your hearts with joy. And anyone who's hurting from someone they've missed. Just celebrate how much you miss them because you love them so deeply and God used them to love you so deeply too. Amen? Amen. Let's stand up. We're going to do our, uh, our, um, all of it standing up. I want us to stand in reverence to the holiness of God inside of ourselves and that joy of God inside of ourselves. Let's gently close our eyes and bring to mind what you feel led to give for a love offering for this pre- the, um, healing service today. Take a deep breath, breathing into the healing, prosperity that you are, and how God is anything that you feel you need. And now that you have in your mind what you feel led to give, let's go ahead and affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I am, all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And I also wanted to say, if anybody had any anniversaries in October, happy anniversary to you, too. I'm going to start doing anniversaries, too. I don't know the song yet, but we're going to do some anniversaries, too. Yeah, we'll learn. <laughs> we'll learn. Maybe the Flintstone song. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Maybe something like that. I don't know. But I'm thinking about it, and maybe you guys, the, the, the music team, can let me know. Okay, let's go ahead and gently close your eyes and take another deep breath. We're going to do the prayer for protection. But before we do, I just want you to hold in your minds and in your hearts, whoever it is, whatever situations that you are praying for, praying with, rather, right now. We have some people who are hurting. We have some people who are in situations. We have some circumstances going on in the lives of those, some people in our church and in the lives of people who we know. Just call their names out right now. We're we're doing our prayer circle, our virtual prayer circle. Imagine us in a circle, even those online, and go ahead and call their names out. Ashley, Dion, Dana, Israel, Palestine, Ukraine, Daddy, Sandy. Just call those names. Keep calling the names out as I pray. Thank you, God, for being the presence and whatever it is that is needed in the names, in the countries, in the people, that we, in the circumstances and situations that we're calling out right now. We hold them in our heart deeply, connecting with joy That whatever it is that is needed in this situation, you are it. And the greatest thing that is needed is the presence, the feeling, the knowing, and the power of love. We thank you, God, for being that love. In the mighty name and nature of the love, we pray. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. And let's go ahead and do our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well.